Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Hi. Good eve. Actually, good basically midnight. It feels <laughs> like midnight. Yesterday. It's not even nine o'clock. No, yet. I know. It's like so funny. So I on my way here, this guy was out walking his dog. It was 832. And I looked out there. I was like, what on earth is that guy doing walking his dog in like the dead of night? And I looked at the clock. I was like, oh. 8.32. What's your average bedtime this last week? Well, I go to bed at 10 o'clock. Like the lights are always out at 10 o'clock. I'm always in bed by like 9.30. Mm-hmm. The lights are out at 10. But um, like, I mean, I kind of feel like I'm tiptoeing into um, into like the teenage years. And I am not sure how I feel about it, frankly. You're tiptoeing or your kids are tiptoeing? Into A little bit years. of both. So like last night... Both of my kids were at bas- various basketball games. One was at jazz game. One was at the U game. And um, they didn't get home until like 10 o'clock. And so and it was a school night and I wanted to wait up for them, but I also was really tired. So that kind of was like my first experience of like, oh, this is what it feels like. And it's actually like 10 o'clock is pretty darn early for a teenager. Yeah. So that was last night. And then tonight my daughter's – out of the house again and my husband's going to pick her up right now and Whoa. so I was like we were at the house at the same time and he said where are you going and I said well I'm going to do podcast stuff and I said you'll get Remy bring her home my like other son just put himself to bed because he got home from a soccer game but it just is weird mm-hmm. and I just on my drive here I thought like what type of teenage mom am I going to be am I going to be the one that stays up because that's not going to go over well for me mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I value sleep too much yeah so I don't really know I don't really know what I'm going to do. My mom, by the time that our number five, our last one was a teenager, she had this rule that was like, not going to wait up for you, Mm -hmm. but the hallway light is on. And so when you get home, just turn it off so that when I roll over at midnight, Mm -hmm. I know that you're home. Yeah. I assume I will probably do something similar because there is no way on this earth that I'm going to be able to stay up until 1030 yeah. to wait for my teenagers. That's funny. My parents also had a similar system really? where the front porch light, they knew oh. if it was off that we had come home. But do they have to get out of bed to check it? Mm, no, but I think they just would, one of them would naturally wake up in sure. the middle of the night anyway. Sure. And so they would just check. Sure. Because yeah. as we older people do, mm-hmm. we wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just annoying like yeah. when your kids can't drive yet either because then I have to yeah. – one of us has to go get them, mm-hmm. right? So that's the other part of it that I thought, oh, I'm really going to have to like lighten up because otherwise my kids are going to have no social life until they yeah. can drive because that is not fun for me. Yeah. Well, and just wait. You're on the, the precipice of the older sports – like later sports yeah. games because the older they get, the later they push back the games. We yeah. just rolled in from a hockey game at 830 tonight. That's not right, man. That's not mm, right. That is what it is. I don't like it. Well, so, anyways, welcome. you didn't even ask how I was, but there you are. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I got to go home because I went to bed so late last night. It was like 10.05. I'm like so – it was such a late night. <laughs> So party animal. (laughs) Got to go recover. So, anyways, how you doing? How was the hockey game? It was well. The last five minutes that I caught were so good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was fine. It was fine. It was cold. It was loud. Mm, It was a hockey game. Yeah, it smells so bad. Why are hockey arenas always so stinky? 
Because the guys and girls, they're all, all the players are so stinky. But like, why, like, why does it linger? Why doesn't it like air Because out? it's trapped in there. You Where? think of football, right? They play football outside so yeah. the air can circulate. But in hockey, especially with like, there's something with the air and the way they have to keep the ice cold. The air just kind of sits. Mm. We had this crazy hockey rink that Owen like played in for one year in Cincinnati. Technically, we were in Cincinnati, but we had to drive across the state line to Kentucky for our nearest hockey rink. Mm. And it was so wild because it's so humid that the the rink would fog up. You couldn't Whoa. see. You couldn't even see like all the way across the ice because it was Weird. so foggy on certain huh. days. Huh. And then the air would just sit there. It would just hang there really That's heavy, really like weird. right on top of the ice. It was strange. And also really spooky. Yeah, I'll have to find a picture of it because it was really odd. I've never huh. seen anything like it. Now, was it a high class hockey rink <laughs> no it was like built out of pieces of lumber like just oh, that's it hilarious. looked it looked sketchy but yeah no one ran into the wall who knows yeah. who's gonna get busted by a nail yeah, stinky people and mm. frozen air i don't yeah. know uh, that's the scientific explanation yeah just every time we go to a hockey game all of us are like why does it always smell bad in here like and it's like kind of the same smell but it's like yeah, it's like a stale stinky sweaty smell yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I'm Anyways, sorry about okay. That. Well, <laughs> any other update before we get into the real topic? No, no, nothing I can think of. Okay, thanks okay. for asking. So, um, we're talking about this this week because I feel like we have put it to the test and we have experienced these small little sanity savers all week long. Because mm-hmm. boy, it's been a week in mortality. Um, <laughs> It's just it's just the small things, you guys. But actually, these small things turn into really big things by the end of the day. And it's these small things that keep me sane. It keeps me going, gives me life. It helps me keep it together. Sometimes it does. Other times, there's just no hope for no. America or no. my family. <laughs> no hope at all. <laughs> yeah. Except for Girl Scout cookies. Oh. Those give me a lot of hope. I like – we're going for a run tomorrow morning. And I was like, I'm not going to have sugar today. I'm just not. <laughs> and then I walked in your house and I was like, where are the Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> Get out of those Girl Scout cookies. I caved three hours ago. It's <laughs> oh, fine. I also said the same thing and here we are. It's <sighs> the little things. It's a little thing. Little thing. And they really are little. A little square two-by-two two cookie. Boy, that saved my <laughs> bum today. <laughs> okay. So in this episode – we are shining the spotlight on the unsung heroes like Girl Scout cookies, mm-hmm. the minuscule victories, and the teeny tiny things that keep us from running away, frankly, to yes. join the circus. Yes, yes. Or Disney on Ice. Wouldn't that be cool? Last <laughs> time we were at Disney on Ice, I thought, what kind of life is this? Yeah, really. I, I think I want it. <laughs> Wait, the fact that they were ice skating on the ice or the fact that you were sitting in a suite with like an endless <laughs> bowl of popcorn? Because I want, I could have a sweet life. Both? Yeah. I want the, I don't want the ice life, but I want the sweet life. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <sighs> anyway, so from those elusive five minutes alone in a silent car. Yeah. What is that even like? To um, successfully hiding my favorite Trader Joe's snacks from the kids. These are yes. the little victories that is the glue holding my sanity together. Yes. And everyone else's, it seems like. For sure. For sure. But Megan, you mm. know, when you get to a certain age, I don't mm-hmm. know if I don't know if this is on your radar. This is awkward already. Your body goes through some little changes. What are those changes? Pray tell. Well, suddenly all you care about are these small little things. <laughs> you don't even care about the big things anymore, you know? Um I, I used to like really expect a lot out of the day. 
and now I don't. <laughs> and I feel like it just came with age and maturity. Now I'm like, you know, I just want to get a workout in and I want to have like maybe a, a spinach leaf like halfway through the day and at least one bottle of water. And like, there I am. Very manageable Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. And anyway, an, and an eight thirty p.m. bedtime, and eight thirty. By golly, <laughs> so we asked the listeners what the small little wins are for them, and they actually had some really good ones that would never would have crossed my mind. One listener said, "Exercising before the kids wake up." Mm, 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 mm. Okay, this is so great. I love it so much for them. It's amazing to feel <laughs> wide awake when the kids wake up, but honestly, it is very hard for me. I can count maybe on two hands how many times I've done this in my life, and I've had kids for 10 years now. (laughs) It's just so difficult for me. Really? It's so hard. And I have like a whole theory, but I'd like to hear your idea first. Mm, Well, yeah, we call that the mythical pre-dawn time. It does Mm -hmm. exist. Mm -hmm. I don't know that anyone should know that it exists. I I know it exists. Mm -hmm. There was uh, a phase of a couple years that I did wake up early. I remember regularly. Yes. We were friends. That's amazing. Cause way back when that was, it was really awful. Mm -hmm. It was really awful. Mm -hmm. Exercising before the kids wake up really is a great idea, but truthfully it feels like if I'm going to do that, I'm packing for an international trip the night before. Yeah, it really does. That's a great analogy. Yeah. Just so I can like stealthily get on the bike or I can't, I can't even get on the treadmill when my kids are asleep. I can only do the bike because it's all of our exercise equipment is 10 feet away from my daughter's room. It's right. Your workout room is right in the middle of all the bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is right there. And Mm. so they would hear it. So to not wake everyone at Odark 30 and maximize my time before the kids are up, I have to lay everything out. Yeah clothes and shoes and earbuds and pre-workout and BCAAs and water bottle and my favorite hair tie Yeah, all the night before. And by by then, I've already lost 15 minutes of sleep. Totally. And then I have to set my alarm for an hour and a half earlier. Totally. Like, it's a lose-lose yeah. with a maybe a minor win in there. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. give I tip Well, the win is that you system. have, like, you're not taking a shower at 11.30 a.m., right? Right. That's the win. I I understand the mentality behind it. And when I do it, I like it. Right. Here's my only pushback to like the world. And I will, (laughs) I will like take this to my, I will fight till I die. We wake up as parents, like from the moment we wake up till the moment our kids go to bed, we're like parenting all day long, Mm -hmm. all day. Mm Mm-hmm. So for me, my day starts at 6.45, and then my kids wake up at 7, and then my kids go back to bed at 7 p.m. Yeah. I don't want to wake up an hour and a half earlier to hustle an hour and a half earlier. Mm. I want that hour and a half, and yeah. I don't think it should be the end of the world to take an hour and a half out of the waking hours yeah. for myself. Hmm. And I know a lot of moms don't agree with that. I know a lot of parents don't agree. That is totally fine. Yeah. But- that is why I will not wake up early unless I really have to. Yeah. Mentally and emotionally, that's what you need. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I already just like bust my my bottom. What do you bust? All day. <laughs> what are you busting? <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. Why am I going at that? I already bust my bottom all uh-huh. day long. I'm not going to start an hour and a half earlier. Okay. <laughs> that's the point. All right. Now, another listener said their small but big thing is living in a neighborhood with families who have kids of similar ages. And another mentioned having one friend with kids that their kids love to play with and they trade kid services often. 
I believe this is called the neighborhood synchronization technique. Ooh, 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 we should trademark that we right should. now Put before that on someone shirt. gets it. Yep. Yeah, parenting life hack. That's like, that's it. That's the best one right there. Wait, like, can you put that on like a yard sign? Neighborhood synchronization in progress. <laughs> Send in your application. <laughs> so bougie. <laughs> Can't be on a sign. It has to be on something fancier. I don't know what the... I don't know. I don't know either. Well, like the, just a, a banner like a over, the, over the street. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I see some potential there. That's yeah. very good. But it's like having a built-in support group. It's not yes. just a neighborhood. It's like a parent alignment. Science, yes. right? You scratch their back by watching their kids. They'll scratch yours by lovingly pointing out when your toddler decides to strip naked and run a lap around the playground before you can actually notice. Yes, absolutely. Like, I don't know that that's ever happened before. Absolutely. I don't live in the ideal neighborhood for kids, mm-hmm. but there are a few kids in the neighborhood and that makes it fun and that makes us stay there. I can imagine what it's like to live in a Kidtopia type neighborhood <laughs> because I have visited them and they are highly appealing. Yeah. Like I've told you about times when I go visit my friends in, in Gilbert. Yeah. And, you know, when I go visit Daybreak or just, or Draper, like anywhere, you could go like so many different places. Yeah. And it is appealing. I understand. I get the appeal. Um, I don't know why we didn't land there ourselves, frankly. I don't know. Every time you visit your friends in Arizona yeah, every in particular, time. I have a minor panic attack. Yeah. Like, she's not coming back. But you've They're going to go. You've They're never there. coming back. I you know. understand it now. It's the same in Kansas City, right? Yeah, like, yeah, totally. My friends live in neighborhoods yeah. where their kids can just roam and play, and that's what they do. And we live somewhere different. But neither you nor I have lived in a neighborhood like this in our parent right. parenting career. Mm -hmm. But I also think that's partly why we became fast friends because we have kids similar ages with similar schedules and personalities that jive. And I also actually love when your toddler tries to strip tees in public. Oh my gosh. I just... Hilarious. Every time, man. Every time. I don't know. We'll see how long it lasts, but I... No, I know. There are trade-offs. There are trade-offs. And that's what I mean. I'm like, I love going places like that and seeing it and experiencing it. Mm Mm-hmm. But my neighborhood's not that way, and I still have, there's still things about my neighborhood that I like. So, for like, sure. that's what I mean. It just, I love that for them, and I love it for me, but just not right now. Yeah. And my kids are not, they're, they're growing up enough mm-hmm. that maybe if I had younger kids who didn't have so much on their schedule and were in the neighborhood a lot more, then it'd mean more to me. But right now, our schedule isn't even that conducive to, like, go out and... Yeah. You know, mess around in the neighborhood. Yeah. We have, we have one girl who comes over every other Mm -hmm. day to ask to play with a couple Mm -hmm. of my kids. And most of the time it's me standing in the door saying, I'm so sorry. We have to leave in 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm so sorry. We're going to be gone for the next hour and a half. Yeah. We're kind of the worst neighbors in that regard. It's like, sorry, we have kids. They just can't play because we are busy. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe a different season would have been more conducive for us, but Anyways, okay, so, oh, this next one is, that's my, speaks Uh my heart. Yep, someone else simply responded with one word, chocolate. Love it. Oh, you said it like, chocolate. My four-year-old, well, after seeing Willy Wonka, my four-year-old has been saying it, uh, chocolate, because, like, with a British accent, because he says, and there's chocolate, and there's chocolate, (laughs) like, so that's how we've been saying it in our house recently. Yeah. I want to add to this though, peanut butter. I know mm. I post about it on Instagram, but like when I'm having a hard time, you guys, I just take a big old spoonful of peanut butter and not only does it like scratch the sweet, the my sweet tooth, wait, that doesn't make sense. I don't know, does it scratch the itch or satisfy my sweet tooth per se, go. but 
it really gums up my mouth, so I can't say anything I regret. What kind of literally? No, no, totally. <laughs> Usually, I'll look at my kids and I'll be like, mm, 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 mm. and then I'll maybe like put one more in real fast. Be like, I need a few more minutes. You should, you should write that into Ralphie from Simply on Purpose. Yeah. How to do the no yell challenge? Just a lot of peanut butter, <laughs> and you'll, your cholesterol will be through the roof. But you know, at least you won't yell. Everyone's happy. Yep, everyone's happy. It's what good. kind of peanut butter are you spooning? <laughs> what do you mean? Can you what what type of peanut what? butter can't you spoon? Well, I, is it like Skippy or no. is it like what do you what do you nay? What are you? Well, kind of I have a consuming? few different kinds because yeah. you know I like I like me some nut butters. <laughs> uh, well, I really like the Adams Crunchy because it's mm. really thick. Like that one is like yeah. a, you are busy for a few minutes. <laughs> um, there's also one that my my niece introduced to me, the nuts and more. I oh I yeah, had to taste that, that one. was really good. Nuts and more is really good. Where does she get that from? Amazon, <sighs> and it's not cheap. So like you know you gotta like yeah. have some self control if you're gonna order it. And then um, the other one I do the PB Fit. But that one, you can't eat that with a spoon. I was going to say, how are you? As soon as you like exhale, you're like, no. <laughs> what are you doing there? No, you like put in a spoon. I try like to pick. You like put in a spoonful. And then like as soon as you eat, like exhale, it's like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> it like, comes out like crazy. So you can't have that one. Can't have that one. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But the only other one I eat is the Costco mixed Mix nut? Have you had that one? No, yeah. I haven't. Oh, it's good. It Is has it like good? chia seeds and pumpkin seeds. And like it's got a few different nuts. Yeah. And that one's really good. That one's good. That's fancy. Yeah. So anyways, it just depends on, you know, how how on, on busy the mood? I need to be. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. I just have been known to take spoonfuls of Trader Joe's salted almond butter. That's it. Mm. Oh, I forgot about that one. I do love that one. That it's one's so good. That one's really so good. good. But you know what? Peanut butter cups mm. are like the stealth operatives of the snack For world, sure. right? They're like, like I stash them strategically yes. up high where my kids yes. can't really see that they're available. Totally. And I've also mastered like the crinkly yes. wrapper maneuver. Yeah. So you can open it in silence. Yeah. Which is crucial. Oh, yeah. In a house of small kids. But many Trader Joe's peanut butter cups have been consumed to avert yeah. tears, both by myself and by my yeah. five-year-old. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are nice, too, because you can eat them in one bite. There's no, like, yeah. nibbling. So no, you can literally yeah. just pop it in and no one knows. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah, totally. <laughs> totally, totally. So, okay, now this next one is a unique one. Um, she says, or he, I guess, I don't know who, says writing a to-do list with deadlines based on priority. Hmm. So I feel like, I, 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 don't do, I don't do this, but I feel like I like it <laughs> because it motivates you to get things done based on their priority. Yeah. I guess to some extent I do this because like, you know, um, so we had all of our passports returned except for two. And I couldn't figure out why one of my sons did not show up with the rest of ours. I was very confused. And then yesterday I got a letter that was like, we've discovered that this particular son already had a passport. And I was like, what? How? So I went and dug through. And sure enough, when he was like a few months old, we got him a passport for some reason. Whoa. So the note was like, you got to send in the passport. So that was actually moved to the top priority on my to-do list Mm -hmm. because I thought, oh, I need to get it back quickly. And yeah. so I moved it to the top. It was I was highly motivated to get it back because I want to go travel. So I understand the the uh why you would make a to-do list like this and I agree and I think that's a good idea. It sounds like you make a lot of mental to-do lists. Uh-huh. 
Uh as opposed to writing it out. Yes. And the to-do list often plays out in the trunk of my car. If there's something to do, I just throw it all in. And then every time I open up the trunk, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I got to return that. And then I go do it. Like, you know, it's very – it's an organized system. It really is. I can hear it sliding around in the trunk. And I'm like, oh, there's something back there I need to do. Constant reminder. Totally. totally. I I make lists on my phone Uh and also make – but I set reminders in my phone frequently. Do you really? But I like that yours is just like this constant rolling <laughs> reminder of like, oh yeah, totally. There it is. Totally. <laughs> Wait, doesn't that work for you? I can I can go um I can go into any store and be like, well, on my way there, I'll say, okay, I need three things. I need ketchup, mustard, bread, and then I won't even write it down. And then I'll get in the store and be like, okay. What are the three things? It feels like a mental exercise. It's amazing. Really. And I'll be like, I'm so impressed. So sometimes I, it takes me a minute to yeah. recall, but yeah. oh boy. Oh, Alzheimer's and dementia, you ain't coming for me. I don't keep any <laughs> lists anywhere. It's all up here in the old noodle. I'm so impressed. I keep, be. I keep lists everywhere. Yeah. I keep grocery lists. I keep I love it. lists on my phone of things to talk to Amanda about. Yes, conversation keep, starters. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> For those lulls. <laughs> Constant yeah, lulls. That's yeah. a struggle. No, I am always making lists yeah and crossing off a task to me just mm-hmm. feels so right which totally. for me it's not like crossing off she's like delete 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 yes delete. yes yeah, yeah, totally yeah. it yeah. feels good it feels like an elevated level of parental prowess like you've mastered mm. another like like girl scouts we should get a badge in yes. parenting that's yes. a badge like when you yes. can successfully keep to-do lists even in your mind. Well, it feels like a... You get like a badge for that. Yes, I agree. It takes a lot of mental stamina. Well, it feels like next level adulting. Like the yeah. average adult can just like do whatever they want. But can they... Do you think can, so? But can the average adult like keep a to-do list? Mm, <laughs> I beg to differ. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I just love me a good deadline. Also, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I thought a lot about to-do lists today because, yeah. again, I just love them. Yeah. But I also started thinking it's kind of like a hostage situation. Um, I'm sorry. In in what way? Look at it like it's so urgent. Like I've got to get it done. I can't just sit with a to-do list Mm. that's like not crossed off. Mm. I have to – if I sit down – Then you're a failure. I know. This is also why I never watch shows because if I have Mm. a to-do list anywhere, Mm. something needs to be happening right now or else – like, I don't know. Okay. Something's going to explode. Okay. I don't I don't know, but... Well, you probably. I will explode. You will probably implode. Yes. <laughs> Emotionally, physically. Even, maybe even... No, mostly mentally, but maybe even emotionally. physically. Emotionally. Yeah. Physically. <laughs> you just never know. You never know. Physically implode. Emotionally explode. There's just yeah. a lot of floating going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. And then the kids come home at 3.15 and the house explodes, whether yes. or not I got things on the to-do list. Done. Dude, so that is the truth. That's oh, the truth. I don't know. Yeah. Those yeah. to-do lists. Good job to that listener. Another submission was getting things ready for the next day the night before. Mm, that does feel good. It would feel good and it does feel good. I don't do it often, but when I do, it feels good. So I'm thinking like the outfits for the kids for the next day and lunches and returns. Like what? What else would you lay out? What What? What do you do when you you don't lay anything out the night before? Oh, oh no, no, no. Because you know, I don't like going to bed with clutter. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't, well, maybe getting homework done the night before it's due, like maybe that counts. I make them put it back in their backpacks. Same. I don't, Same. If, if it's laying around, yeah. my sweet we'll never son, remember. You know, there's this like reading challenge going on at school and I can't tell you how many days he comes home me and he's like, mom, you didn't remind me to bring my reading lanyard. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't own one myself. And he's like, <laughs> I know. And I said, so why would I tell you to bring your lanyard? And I'm like, I know where it is. It's on your closet handle. He's like, I know you got to remind me. And I looked at him and I said, 
I will not remind you. Go put it in your backpack. That's your reminder. And he's like, that's actually a good idea. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I hope you respond to him just like that. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Do you know, oh, no. he and I had a little, this is a little sidetrack, but he and I had a little moment tonight because hmm. today, this morning, what was happening this morning? Something, oh, oh, oh. We were trying to get ready. We were trying to go out the door. Yeah. And the house is like silent. And I'm like, where is everyone? Go get your socks and shoes on. I go in the library. They're all sitting under the desk on the iPad. Oh. And I kept it cool. But I got in the car and I said, you guys, you, you know, I like made up. You have been on this earth for 4,000 days. You know. And I said, you've been in school for 100 days. Are we supposed to have screen time on school days? No, mom. So we had this little like lecture. It was very controlled. We had this little lecture. Mm-hmm. My son gets home from school and he's like, mom. I am sorry about this morning. And I said, what are you what are you talking about, son? I'm sorry for being dumb. And I said, come over here. And I looked at him and I said, do you know what? You're learning. And I said, you know, most of the time, I'm just being dumb too. And he, he started blushing and he was laughing. And I said, Sam, we are all just learning. But I said- yeah. I know I have high expectations of you and I have high expectations of myself. And when I don't meet those expectations, I am dumb too. And so we just had like a moment to laugh. But anyways, um, why did I talk about this? Oh, I don't do a lot the night before because I'm usually just so glad to have the day over that I'm like, no, let's get this day put away and Mm -hmm. we will work on tomorrow, tomorrow. But I would like to know what this listener gets ready for the next day. Like, what do you get ready for the next day? Well, my kids we do we do this we do okay. this we prepare okay. for the next day my kids make their lunches for school okay. the night before right like that's usually mm-hmm. the extent of our prep but that's huge mm-hmm. because then i don't have to do it in the morning they don't have to do it in the morning for some reason if everyone's lunch is packed when we go to bed it's kind of like this weight off of my shoulders like oh okay successful okay. i do also make the boys take inventory of their school clothes before oh they go to bed idea. to make sure that everyone has a clean pair of pants mm-hmm. everyone has the shirt they need mm-hmm. and then our boys have to wear ties to school as part of their uniform on fridays right and my husband used to tie the boys ties the night before so that they oh, could slip them over their heads on their way out the door because you know he's not usually home in the mornings, yeah. but he forgot one night. So now I am the master tie tie. Oh, good for you. Thank you. Thank you. That's another Mom's, badge. Another yeah. badge. <laughs> another another parent badge. Yeah. I'll get you a vest. Thank Mom, you. I mean, I should know how to do that, actually. I think at one point in time I did, but I couldn't tie a tie now. Yeah, it's not hard. No, yeah. I don't. A couple YouTube yeah. videos later, yeah. I'm a pro. Yeah. Oh, I should learn. That's a really good thing to If you have boys, that's a good skill to have. Or just teach them. My oldest can tie his own tie now, but mm. my younger son. He's not quite there yet. Not quite. It's okay. a little. It's frustrating when the, the short or the totally the thinner one is longer than the thicker totally. side. He gets really mad. Totally. So I it's just super do it. frustrating. Yeah. 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 Well, one listener said that her small win is when her kids turn her. Cl- oh, speaking of clothes, her small win is when her kids turn their clothes right side out before they throw them into the hamper. What? Is this a laundry magician? Like, teach us your ways. Or me. Teach me your ways. This listener has achieved a level of laundry enlightenment that I just, I dream about. We're not there. We're not no. even close. No. <laughs> even are, my husband's no. not even hit this no. level. <laughs> that's why I'm like, this is, that's a big win, frankly. That's, yeah. a, that's a big one because my kids, like, 
also don't even take their underwear out of their pants yet. No. And it's so annoying. It all comes out of the dryer, like looking like a person. Like, it's like just <laughs> so annoying. You're going to open the dryer one day. It's just going to jump out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I also learned like another miracle, a small miracle would be if they could empty their pockets before. <gasps> even I'm bad at this. But mm-hmm. Megan, last week. Are you? I blanched a whole package of peanuts in the washer because <laughs> a kid left it in their pocket. And I don't know how I didn't like catch it. But so when I pulled them all out, I was like, what are these? They're blanched peanuts. Mm-hmm. So then I put like another, I put that load into the dryer. When I pulled that load out, there were more peanuts. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I roasted the peanuts. Like all the clothes smelled like peanut butter. Oh no. So it was, I learned my lesson, but laundry is a finicky process and it there is room for improvement in my home there really is i learned the hard way to check every pocket what happened single time a green crayon got into the dryer (gasps) and it was a beast to get out and ever since then i check every pocket a green crayon how do you even get it out uh, magic eraser. Magic eraser? Yeah, magic eraser. Did it ruin all the clothes? Uh, it ruined a lot of clothes, yeah. It ruined a lot of clothes. Mm. Luckily, it wasn't – I think there were a lot of dark clothes. I don't know if you've noticed my strategy for buying clothing for my children. Most of it is dark mm. because they get dirty. They yeah. play hard. So yeah, it's great. So it wasn't awful by way of ruining clothes. Mm. It was just awful trying to clean it. And you know the little lint trap? Yes. has raised letters on it. That says like, you know, just at the top yeah. when you pull it out, like telling you how to pull it out. Yeah. And there was all this green crown melted in between every teeny tiny letter that I was picking out with a toothpick. You know, that's what. Never again. Those are the scenarios where a good old fashioned darn it, like curse, is appropriate. Mm-hmm. I-, I open up the dryer every so often and go, darn it. Like, <laughs> like it's on me. It's yeah. on, it's, it's, it's no one's fault except for it is everyone in my family. <laughs> it's ever, it's, it's everyone's like, fault. But you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like a good use of it. Yeah. Good but old also darn it. it is obnoxious as a mom. Yes. It's just like another thing you have to do totally. instead of just quickly putting the laundry in. Totally. Go through every single pocket. Yes. And my boys use every single pocket yeah. to squirrel things away in. So yeah. I check every pocket. Yeah. Everyone, it probably adds like Oh, it adds uh, like double, minutes. yeah, double the amount yeah. of normal time it's it would a lot take. Of time. So laundry takes yep. forever. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So okay, so getting away from laundry and moving on to another big topic. Yes, please. One listener mentioned Costco grocery delivery mm. as a big life hack, and another listener has obviously listened to our time affluence episode, which we will link in the show notes, Mm -hmm. and is living the time affluent dream. They said their sanity savers are Instacart, monthly house cleaning, and telemedicine services. Awesome. Awesome. I love all of these things. This would also be my high of the month. (laughs) Grocery delivery, house cleaning, and in-home doctor visits. Wait, do like, they do in-home doctor visits or well, is it just it's, virtual? I mean, it's in, you don't have to leave your house. But it's virtual. Yeah, right? it's virtual. Oh, yeah, I'm assuming it's not sweet. like a house call, but still. Yeah, all three in your, yeah. like, this is the holy trinity of parental survival <laughs> in our modern That's age. A good point. They're like the superheroes we never yeah. knew we needed. I yeah. wonder often, how did parents survive in the pre-app era? Without all of this, because I, I barely survive, and I also utilize two of these three services regularly. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so to this parent, I say, 
Here's to outsourcing and convenience and making our lives a little less chaotic. Yeah. Well, just remember, Megan, back in the 50s of pre-app, mm-hmm. they smoked a lot of cigarettes. So like, And their milk was delivered, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. And that was the most important thing. That was basically what they, sur- what they survived on. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. Well, keep, keep going with the food. People had a lot of... Uh, Food things to talk about. Oh, it's I'll I'll tell you about it because <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> so another listener said that their small win was meal planning. Do you meal plan? Um, no. That's amazing. Um, I don't meal plan because I go a lot off of like what I'm feeling day of. Mm. Um, and I tend to just make very simple meals no matter yeah. what. Yeah, but tasty. No, not all the time. <laughs> no. I'm trying to save it there. No, yeah, no. No, but I I think if I wanted to make more elaborate meals or wanted to put some real effort into making something that's going to knock my family socks off, mm-hmm. I probably would have to meal plan. Mm. But because my meals are generally so simple, I can either make it during nap time or I can throw it in the crock pot or make it in the hour before dinner time. Like, yeah. I don't make complicated meals, but I think if I wanted to, I would have to meal plan. Yeah. But you meal plan, correct? I do. Yes. Yeah. That is my like shield against the 5 p.m. panic mm. because I have that. Mm. When I look at the clock at 449, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what anyone's going to eat for dinner. Mm. Like it's panic inducing. Sure. But the the witching hour when hungry kids turn into my cute little hangry monsters is yeah. real in our house too. And so if I don't know what we're going to have, like it's it's hangry kids and yeah. it's a possibly hangry mom and we're rushed and yes, totally. it's not good. So yes, I meal plan. And to what you said about maybe not feeling a certain thing that night, mm-hmm. I make it so that I can move things around, right? Like I'll plan the whole week. And if I'm not feeling what's on the calendar that night, I know I have everything on hand for four other meals. That's a great point. So that helps. But also meal planning keeps me from wandering aimlessly through the grocery store aisles. Mm -hmm. Those Walmart aisles get me in trouble every time. They keep me from impulsively placing a bottle of Taco Bell Chipotle sauce Uh, in my cart or Duncan Hines Dolly Parton sugar cookie mix into my cart, which I have looked at three separate times. So have I. And she just looks so darn good on that box. And so do she the cookies, really does. frankly. Like it all, it's, it's I a haven't package looked at deal. The cookies. I just look at her and I'm like, oh, Dolly, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. Yeah, no, I just plan the meals, write the grocery list, order what's on the list from yeah. Walmart grocery delivery and yeah. there it is. I'm ready to feed my small army for the yeah. week. Totally. I mean, I'll usually get groceries for a few meals mm-hmm. off the top of my head and just have them around, mm-hmm. but- yeah, I mean, I should I should do it. I think that our meals would be better, but I don't know. Everyone's fed and Every, happy. No one's starving. No. Yeah, no one's starving. So anyways. Okay, another listener mentioned gratitude practices as their parenting life hack. Okay, honestly, I am terrible at this. Terrible. <laughs> Let me say it one more time. Terrible. <laughs> the only time I like ever practice gratitude is when I'm saying my prayers. <laughs> Well, that's good. That's better than nothing. It's better than nothing, but it could still be better. Like when they say gratitude practices, it makes me think that like they are thinking about their blessings regularly. I would love to know what this listener's practice looks like because like, yeah, if you pray every day, like I practice gratitude, Mm -hmm. how long do we have to practice Mm -hmm. for? But it's hard to also feel grateful amidst like the chaos of parenting that we are in. It's just, it's hard. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, do you ever look at your laundry while you're folding it and say, I'm just so grateful to have clothes to wash? Listen, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes <laughs> I do. I'm not going to lie. 
Why? You look at you. Like, You're so good at I'm gratitude. Not I just, I think, I think because I listen to a lot of news, mm. I often go to bed just thinking, oh, I'm just so grateful that I have these clean sheets. Or like, yeah. like yeah. I don't get, I don't get crazy about it. I don't talk myself into feeling guilty, but I do. I often will like my, you know, my daughter. I got her a new pair of like shoes today, mm-hmm. and I just thought she has like a few pairs of church shoes already. Why am I buying these? And I just thought I am like really grateful that she gets to. So I do. Yeah. T- I can walk myself in and out of it. So I guess that could that be a gratitude practice? I think so. I, I think it's it different for everyone. But yeah. yeah, that definitely counts as expressing gratitude or I guess practicing it could. gratitude. Yeah. One, well, and I guess in my prayers, it often is something like. I'm so grateful for what you had given me. Mm-hmm. Now help me like give back. Like help me mm-hmm. recognize ways yeah. that I can give back because I understand that I am so lucky to drive a car that has heat. Like yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I'm often – I don't feel guilty about it, but I would like to give back however I can, right? Yeah. yeah. It sounds like this listener is the same. Yeah. You have earned your gratitude parenting badge. Mm. I don't know. I feel like I should have a little more work to do, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. Now another listener lovingly said their life hack is my my wife. That is so kind. That is not my husband who submitted this. I don't know. It's someone good out there, a good man out there. Whoever you are, you're a good man. Listeners cannot see me roll my eyes. Megan. Can you hear me roll my eyes? That's so loud. Okay, good. good, good. <laughs> also, it's no secret that if you have a wife, she is your biggest life hack, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Meal magician, therapist mm-hmm. in residence, mm-hmm. master organizer. Wait, therapist in residence, not to the husband, to the, the kid. To everyone. At, like you are the therapist <laughs> yeah, there yes, for yes, everyone. Yes, you are. But often my husband's like, you know, you're, you look so tired. He doesn't say that because like you're in a bad mood. I'm like, well, yeah, because I've been diffusing emotional bombs right? all day long. It's time for my atomic bomb to go off. Like, back up. Here it comes. I can only hold so many lives I together. Know. It's like I'm holding sticks of dynamite like in every single pocket. So anyway, sorry yeah, to interrupt. Yeah. No, go it's ahead. fair. Laundry expert, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Extracurricular choreographer. Yeah. That's like Extracurricular and day. dance. Because of me, my kids can actually move their bodies. Oh, jeez. Actual choreographer. Yeah. No, a wife is not a life hack. She's mm. like a Swiss Army knife. Oh, like, boy. We hold everything together. We fix it all. We fit into all the things. That, yeah. Yeah. I I feel strongly about this. So yeah, a Swiss Army there. knife. We should make a, a pin. We should make a, a jacket or something. It's like I'm a Swiss Army knife. Like, we should just have a Swiss Army knife that says wife across it. I love it. I don't know. Or we should just make a new sweatshirt that just has a Swiss Army knife on it. So when people see it, they're like, tell me about that. And you're like, hmm, okay, well, here you go. Like Buckle the little, up. The little tools coming out are like totally. therapist, magician, totally. organizer. Yes, yes, yes. Oh geez. All right. And another listener says their life hack is schedule days for certain chores. This is beyond my parenting abilities. Do you do this? I've heard of this. I have heard of this before. (laughs) The elusive schedule of chores. Yes. Um, I know a family who they're like one of their morning things for their kids is they have to clean their bathroom every day before school. Whoa. I really like that idea. Except I don't feel like we could – maybe we could pull it off. I don't know. We probably could. But like my kids 
empty the dishwasher every day before. Same. Like while you know, Same. They, I do too. There's little things that they do. Um, I have heard of of women who are like on Wednesdays I do the laundry on mm, on yeah. Thursdays I clean the bathroom. Right. I have heard of that. Could my house be a lot cleaner? Probably. I the day my weeks are just too fluid. Right. Like when when I can't when plan would that. we fit that in too? Because I mm. like there are just certain days where yeah. uh, we're just happy if the kitchen gets picked up yeah. at the end yeah. of the day. Like that's yeah. the most I can do. Yeah. When on earth would I clean all three bathrooms? Well, and all for me, it's also sometimes I will clean my, the, all the bathrooms myself, and then how my kids do it. Mm-hmm. But like just tonight, I went and sat down on my on the toilet in the powder room and it was wet. And I was like, Oh, oh no. I, was, I wanted to clean it. And then I thought, no, tomorrow is Saturday. It is this particular child's job. It's also this particular child that pees all over the seat. So I said, <laughs> no one uses bathroom. We will wait until tomorrow because I would like this child to clean it. Mm-hmm. So there's a little part of me too, that sometimes allows the house to get a little bit messier Yeah, because those that create a mess, I would like them to contribute cleaning it up. Yeah. I'm not the servant. Yeah, yeah. There are actual studies about that, that kids mm. who contribute to the yeah. house, right, to cleaning mm-hmm. and picking things up, their mm-hmm. own messes, mm-hmm. actually become really successful adults later yeah. in life. So I'm going to tell myself that. And for all we know, this listener, when they say they schedule certain days for certain chores, for all we know, it's their kids doing the chores. That's true. That I, I don't know if we should assume that it's just the the parent. Mm. It could be the kids, like this first family I mentioned, who the kids yeah. clean the bathroom every single day. Yeah, it could be a family affair. But once again, that is something that you'd have to schedule. And I... I don't think that we have the capacity for that. I love the idea, but I just don't know if we do. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, I have a question for you. Out of all of these life hacks, yeah. is there one that you read and thought, oh, I want to implement that. Mm. I want to try that. Is there one that stood out to you? There are. There's two that I do not do and I think would be interesting to try. Mm. I <laughs> This is how dumb I am. I've seen the Costco truck driving around and I'm not joking. Every time I'm like, Man, people ordered a lot of fridges. Like, I didn't know what they, I didn't know that you could just order everything from Costco. I thought you had to order like big, big items. So people are having like groceries delivered. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So I could try that, I guess. That would be interesting. I'm really, I want to pick out my produce myself, but I guess Costco, it all just comes in a container anyway. So. Yeah. Can't really like be that finicky about yeah, it. Yeah, Costco's produce is probably safer to pick. The totally. Ordering produce from Walmart yeah. grocery order is a gamble. Yeah, I know. But do you know what they have is they have a way to return, like get a refund through the app. Wow. So like I was given a case of Pico de Gallo, like a little container of Pico. Mm-hmm. That was three days expired. Oh, weird. Yeah. Weird. And so you just get on the app to your order and yeah. you just click this little refund button next yeah. to the Pico from your order and hmm. say refund. And you just say why. It says yeah. expired item. And then two seconds later, the money is given Amazing. back. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So even, okay. and I've done that with some produce too. I've gotten yeah. like a bag of kale that looks yeah. really wilted and yucky. So I just yeah. said, no, that's, yeah. I don't want to pay for that. Yeah, if, totally. If I can't eat it. Totally. So that's yeah. kind of nice. A little bit of peace yeah. of mind if your produce isn't great. Yeah. How, do, we, how do I do Costco delivery online? I don't or know. on an app? Probably the app. I don't know. Interesting. Don't you have the app? Nay. Really? Megan, I do not like. Seriously? No. I, you just like open, it has your card on it. So no, when I you know. when you get there, you just show them your, like your card. my card in the back of You my don't phone. have to anymore because the gas pumps also scan your card. You don't need your card anymore. Listen, I've been anymore. waiting to tell you something for a long time and I feel like now's the chance. Okay. So I'm you're sitting down. Go ahead. Yeah, you're not getting the best deal having getting gas at Costco. I do not buy gas at Costco. Wow. 
What? If you sh- spend like $20 at Smith's, aka Kroger, wherever you live, Megan, I have to fill up premium in my car. Uh-huh. The other day, I put premium gas in my car for $1.96. I got a dollar off of gas. I don't shop at Smith's. You only have to spend like $20 a month. It's on bonkers. And anything. Anything? It's not like you have to buy certain products to get the money off gas. How many times I'm like, oh, I'm running up to Smith's to grab a bag of tortillas. (laughs) Yeah. It all adds, (laughs) and every single month you get at least 50 cents to a dollar off. So I don't buy gas at Costco. How do you, you're going to have to teach me your ways on that. I I had another life hack written down, but that might actually be my new life hack. And you, we have a Smith's gas station just right around the corner. Right around the corner. That would be so So nice. I hate driving to Costco. Yeah. I've even told my husband, do not buy gas at Costco because now I usually get it for under $2 a gallon and I have to buy premium. So it is like, again, I filled up my entire tank for $48. It was, I almost like started screaming at the pump. Like I was like, (laughs) what? Who's punking me? Where's Ashton? Like it was crazy. So anyways, so that's why I don't have the Costco app because I also, Mm. I only go there maybe like once every other week. I don't, yeah, I don't use it very often. Anyway, so that would be interesting. And the meal planning. I Mm. could always use like a few more ideas in my back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. Okay. Now, what are you thinking? Is there anything that you would take or anything you want to add? Well, besides the gas bomb you just dropped, I would like my children to check their own pockets. Mm. I would really, really love it if I could get them to do that. Yeah. We have dipped our toes into having my boys do their own laundry. Sure. But because... It just doesn't work. Everyone's schedules are so I crazy know. that like, yep. if I need the washer, I need the washer. I can't yep. have someone's stuff already going in there. I'm with you. And so it's not super convenient. But if I could have them at least come down to the laundry room and like clean out all your pockets, I'm not washing your clothes until all the pockets are empty. Yeah. And if I find something, maybe there's like, I don't know, some consequence. I don't well, know you just what. say it's gone. My daughter always well, puts lip gloss through the, through the washing machine and I just throw it away. And I've told her if I... Mostly just trash. Oh, just wrappers. That's annoying. Yeah, it it so annoying, hmm. beyond annoying. It's just wrappers, hmm. trash wrappers, or like little notes from school from the ladies. Hmm. Little notes, and then every now and then a, a Lego piece. But truthfully, oh, it's mostly sure. it's mostly just trash. Yeah, totally. Okay, well, I'm gonna work. Give it on a that. shot. Yeah. See how it goes. Yeah. I don't know if I, this I listener know. can get their kids to like. I don't know. Turn their, turn their clothes, clothes right, side right, out. right side out. Mine can at yeah. least check their pockets. Yeah, totally. Totally. Hmm. Well, we've learned a lot of things tonight. I mean, yeah. we really have some things to work on. No one's perfect, but with this list, we will become perfect. Okay. Someday. <laughs> One day. <laughs> All right, everyone. It is time to put this baby to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you. Be your friend to everyone. Bye.